Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. behind the mic with you. It has been too long, but fear no more. SBC continues. I want to go ahead and thank you for being part of the Second Print Comics Club, your premier destination for uh, all things geek culture, comic books, movies, anime, video games, everything powered by yours truly, Rems W. Martinez and Mr. Mark Claire. Go ahead and subscribe today at any level. You're hearing this for free as well on the Second Brick Comics podcast feed. Please go ahead and subscribe at any level. We have just gone like Lance Armstrong on the perks. And I'm talking like full doping one testicle Lance Armstrong. And the reason why is because we wanted to go ahead, as uh, Mark and I mentioned a couple weeks ago, uh, give you an experience that you have wanted you wanted more comics you wanted more shows and uh we're giving that to you every week you're getting more content now than you've ever gotten before you're so spoiled you know that you're so spoiled well welcome to a new friday segment with me we're calling this what you missed this week or week in review i think we're gonna say uh you know what went down this week we're gonna figure this out as i record because i had a name in mind like 20 seconds ago and then I hit record and suddenly it um it, it just escaped me um what went down this week weekly review weekly wrap up let's just do weekly wrap up that's that's really easy um this week today this week weekly rems no no this is your week in review from the Second Break Comics Club. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Obviously, you know that we are powered by our good friends at Bounding in the Comics. Go ahead and subscribe on uh, Bounding Comics on X. You can go ahead and also find them at Bounding in the Comics on Facebook. Please do me a personal favor. Go ahead and subscribe to Bounding in the Comics on YouTube and consider subscribing to Bounding in the Comics newsletter, which you can get at easily battingintocomics.com. It's free. It's fun. It's straight to your inbox. And I'm the one that puts the emails together. So you're, uh, you're doing me a, a big favor on that. And of course, you get to see more content from Mark Clare himself, Mark Clare versus the comic book industry, uh, as well as our good friends, Stephen Kent, Skytalker, and Brett Smith, Escape from the Future. Uh, we've got our producer, the the Skeletor OG mastermind himself, Cider and Friends at the One Stream, Spencer, Spencer Piculli, Josh Berger, and uh, our rotating crew of awesome people. So, you know, it's been great to uh, really ramp up everything that we're doing of Bounding in the Comics. As you know, that is um, my day job, part of my day job, but we still get to do fun stuff here. 
putting stuff out regularly on the free feed as well as putting out more stuff on the Patreon. So please, if you haven't subscribed yet, I'm, I just design membership cards because we're badasses like that. So you're going to go ahead and get membership cards in the mail. You get that uh, when you join at the $5 level. You also go ahead and at the $15 level, you start getting five free comics. That's right. We're going to help you grow your fuck it pile. Every three months, you're going to go ahead and get five free comics, uh, hand-selected by Mark and myself. uh, $25 and up, you go ahead and get a graphic novel every three months in addition to those five comics at the $50 um, SPC Illuminate level. You get all the previous perks plus Zoom calls plus you get to join our private Facebook group. Those are all at the the other levels, but what makes the Illuminati more special is is that you actually get to produce an episode of the show when Mark and I do deep dives once a month. And then we've got our Infinity Gauntlet level where you're going to get a ton of stuff. Did I mention that you also get birthday presents? I forgot what level that's at now, but you get um, like a $50 value gift. I think at like $15 or $25, you're going to have to go on patreon.com slash pod to check that out. But I do know at the Infinity Gauntlet level, you get a $100 or more value birthday present sent to you once a year. Why? Because birthdays are fun. We should celebrate them. Why not? So you get comics, graphic novels, mystery gifts, all this awesome community, and so much more content. So thank you for helping uh, keep the Second Print Comics Club fun. We're going to go ahead and start with Bounding in the Comics. We got a new op-ed by Matt Battaglia, Battaglia's drawing board, Transformers, and that sweet, sweet nostalgia trip. Um, I got to say, Matt's been writing it, Bounding in the Comics, for uh, over a month now. And if you've figured out a theme, it's that uh, he can get a little grumpy. He uh, looks at things from a very critical view. I mean, the man's an artist. What else do you expect? He's going he's gonna to view things through a different lens. And I, I really enjoy reading Matt's columns. He did one on The Killer, both the graphic novel and the Netflix film. I have not seen the Netflix film yet. I will. Um, he shat on Rebel Moon earlier in the week. And uh, <laughs> nobody seems to like it. Here's my thing. It's like the least offensive movie I've seen in a long time. Matt calls it paint by numbers basic, which it is because it's it's literally a Star Wars movie that he just repurposed for Netflix to make it original. So while it was paint by the numbers and no one really wowed me, I mean, you know, I'm a Firefly guy. Let's be honest, dudes. Like Firefly was awesome but not that awesome in terms of originality or anything else i mean he he called it half of a half of the cover to a movie and i i get it i mean it's it's part one he said uh zach snyder said that he went ahead and did like five hours of footage that he will release in his own snyder cut version on netflix i think Rebel Moon is going to get a cult following simply from the anti-Star Wars crowd, but we're not talking Rebel Moon. I'm going to go ahead and just say that. For context, go ahead and read Pataglia's drawing board um, every week over at BoundingInTheComics.com, but the one that really came out today is one that really, really stuck with me because this is a really nice piece. It's uh, him talking about his love of Transformers, and you know from Mark and myself and others in the Second Brick Comics fan zone on Facebook, we are... So, so excited to keep reading this Daniel Warren Johnson run um, of Transformers books. They recently came out with their first spinoff, Duke, because they brought G.I. Joe into the mix within the first couple issues of Transformers 
I'll go ahead and read the first couple paragraphs of Matt's column. Since appearing on Stephen, appearing, I can't talk today. Since appearing on Stephen Kent's bounding in the comics program Sky Talker, I've been attempting to excavate my childhood memories of my favorite fictional franchises. The one that I have the most fondness for are the Transformers. And quite honestly, I don't think I'd ever have started drawing comics if it weren't for those robots in disguise. That's really cool when you think about it. What brought you all into comic books? It was obviously, for me, it was the Spider-Man animated series. Uh, you know, Token Uncle Brody as well, um, you know, bought me my first Spider-Man, like, articulated figure, the one where you could, like, really bend them around. My parents bought me my first one. It was uh, one of those, um, like, 12-inch uh, giant action figures that you couldn't, like, their legs and arms are always stiff. But it was Scarlet Spider, and I love it, and I still have it to this day. Um, anyway, Matt continues growing up. My dad frequently would travel for work and usually he'd pick up something for my sister, for my sisters and I, when he'd get back, I still remember coming home and seeing my G2 Bumblebee toy on my bed. It was an immediate obsession. Later, it was my grandpa who would get me my first Transformers comics. He was a draftsman and enjoyed comics. Uh, more Bill Malden than Ditko, however, so he must have braved the Bloomfield, New Jersey comic book shop and procured some back issues, one of them being Marvel's Transformers issue one. It was the beginning of a lifelong passion for me. At the time, the cartoon was in reruns, but I think they were only played in the early morning, so not being an early riser, I, re I, re I very rarely caught them. Fortunately, my mom worked at the local video town. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I was driving through rural Wisconsin. My wife and I found a American Family Video store empty, but like the sign was still up and nobody had been in there for like years because obviously the sign was still up. Makes me wonder when it closed. It's weird thinking that we used to actually have to go to a place like Blockbuster. Or if you're like me, I had um, Hollywood Crazy. That was a thing. Yeah, that was like poor man's Blockbuster. It didn't have the fun with it. Anyway, um, uh, and I would rent out the various VHS collections. I eventually made my way to watch the movie in spite of its brutal killing of almost all the Transformers that I had uh, become familiar with, was a huge hit with me. I rented the tape out so frequently, they just gave it to my mom. So I, I think what's great about this Daniel Warren Johnson run, and Matt will go on to continue to praise it, you can go ahead and catch all the articles I'm going to talk about today in the show notes. Uh, so after this, you can go ahead and read them yourself. Check them out. Um, is that this, this is just good. This is just basic heroism, bad guys. You got some moral ambiguity in between. This is what story should be like. And, um, you know, as Mark will say, this series has no... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
business being so good right now. I was actually talking to Bataglia after uh, this piece came out, and we were talking about the Marvel series, and he said the same thing. He's like, that the Marvel run of um, Transformers had no business be so good, and I agree. that One Transformers series I tried collecting was IDW's uh, Transformers in the mid-2010s. It was like 2015, 2016, primarily because... Um, Rom Space Knight was acquired by IDW, and y'all know how much I love my Rom. Uh, but they they shat the bed with that. They shat the bed with GI Joe. They did the same thing with Transformers. They tried creating um, you know their more public shared universe, and it was horrible. Um, they made Rom not fun. They made GI Joe not fun. They made Transformers not fun. So when they announced that they were doing this, I was not really looking forward to it but daniel warren johnson and uh spicer um on illustrations and coloring have just really wowed me with this highly 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 recommend um picking up this new transformers series who's publishing it now it's um scroll 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 yeah Matt, Matt writes a lot, so I got to scroll. It's IDW still. It's IDW still. And, um, you know, it's just, I they, they just did such a poor job. They must have really understood that they angered people in a way that they really, oh, no, this is Image. Yeah, sorry, sorry. This is Image. Yeah, so this is, this is from Skybound Studios, uh, which I think is Kirkman's studio. It's Image Comics. Um, yeah, I, IDW just could not keep it. And I think, um, Hasbro was like, we got to get this licensed product out somehow, especially if all the movies and stuff coming out, like there's no excuse for there not to be a good Transformers comic. So go ahead and read Patagli's drawing board, bounding in the comics, find the link in the show notes. Now, this is one that's actually, this got published a day ago. Um, this is at CBR.com. A limited series. I'm looking at the cover right now. This is a sick cover. I wonder. No, this is this isn't Lemaire. This is this looks like a no. It's not Mike Barron. I we're, we'll, we'll we'll go through this together. We'll, you know, be with me in the moment. We do this live, okay? This is a review of DC's Neil Before Zod issue one. I did not know that Zod got his own limited series, but this looks freaking badass. Uh, it reads, it's by Hannah Rose at CBR.com. In his first solo run series, General Zod finally has everything he wants, but neither he nor the story knows where he goes with that next. Um, what do you get for the man who has everything? This is the question for Krypton's most notorious and vile villain, General Zod. In his first limited solo series penned by Joe Casey uh, with visuals by Dan McDade and colors by David Barron. Okay, that's why they, they look kind of Lemire-ish, but that's cool. And letters by Troy, uh, Troy Pateri. Neil before Zod issue one has a terrifying rogue general getting everything he's ever wanted, complete and absolute power over a planet, an army of his own to create, engineer in command, and devoted wife Ursa and young son Lore with another on the way. Oh, so this is obviously an Elseworld-type comic. Um but all is not well on the planet of New Candor. Zod isn't happy. He's unfocused, distracted, afraid, and tormented by visions of Jor-El and his son Superman and his family, especially Lore, has noticed. 
and they're not the only ones. Zod's dominance and power over New Kandor are being challenged from all sides, internal, external, and beyond. And if he's going to be the leader he wants to be, with the fresh start he so desires, Zod has to prove himself worthy in the most brutal way possible. So this is obviously an Elseworlds story. I've been saying I I have not collected... um, any of the main DC books because Tom Taylor completely ruined um, uh, John Kent Superman. I haven't been really happy. Of course, you got Mark who's reading Green Lantern, and apparently uh, there's there's another book that's out. But really, if it's not DC Black Label, if it's not an Elseworlds spinoff, uh, I'm just I'm just not into it. Even Superman Space Age, which was an Elseworlds spinoff, which was not great, managed to be better than majority of these books. So the fact that this is already non-canon, we're getting an introspective look at Zod in this situation, it's caught my attention. I want to pick up this book. Uh, we'll go ahead and read a little bit more. While the Superman mythos has come under scrutiny, deconstruction and reconstruction in recent years, his enemies seem to have come out unscathed. Uh, this is what makes Neil Before Zod issue one a refreshing read. On the on the other hand, Neil, Neil Before Zod spends so much time establishing its characters, their motivations, and their visions, and for hard work they put into New, New Candor that, ironically, very little gets done. The narrative is somewhat stagnant with little progression. Neil Before Zod issue one feels more like a series of events than a linear storyline or chapter. Things do happen in this issue. Zod and his lore go, ahead, go head-to-head about their ambitions for their new developing military paradise, leading to Zod's enactment of one of the most draconian rites of passage and tradition. Zod and Ursa do have to contend with an attempted invasion in between doing morally ambiguous supervillain things. Zod especially must play nice with the United Federation of Planets to stay alive and keep his ill-gotten planet. There's plenty of angst to be had and blood to be shed. This is terrifying uh, genetic engineering to be done on Zod. There's terrifying genetic engineering to be done on Zod's new army. There's some family drama, even beyond the fraught father-son confrontation. But these events are disjointed, barely affecting one another from scene to scene in sequence. Of course, because it's a first issue. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's a first issue. It's gonna be like that. So. I, I get I get her criticism and, and it goes on um, a lot more here. I'm not gonna spoil it for myself, but uh, ha- have you guys read this? Go ahead and go ahead and reach out to me on on X at Hey Remzo. That's H E Y R E M S O. Tell me if you read Neil before Zod because everything that's already been established so far tells me this is a good book. She's mad because it didn't give her everything she wanted in the first issue. Well, shit. It's like she's reading the first issue of a limited series. Who would have thought? Now, this is for my gamers out there. (laughs) I did not watch um, Halo on Paramount Plus. One, because I'm not going to pay for another subscription service. Two, because when they put out everything for Halo, as soon as Master Chief took off his helmet and started, like, fucking a Covenant spy, that's when I knew this ain't Halo. And from everyone I know who's a big gamer... Uh, they were just as disappointed. I'm surprised it's got renewed for season two. But it did. According to Nerdist.com, Halo Season 2 trailer teases the fall of Reach, Death, and Heroes. We'll go ahead and read a little bit of the preview. Halo Season 1 is one of those shows that that didn't strike gold initially. (laughs) Wow. It's like this person must have liked She-Hulk, too. Disappointing fans of the franchise with its offering, but if there's 
a season one slump, then perhaps a sophomore surge is in the cards. Halo Season 2's trailer certainly makes it look epic, and it's teasing one of the most iconic events of the games, the Fall of Reach. I remember reading the book in sixth grade. That's right. Uh, finished Halo 3, started reading the books, such as the one with the Flood, but Fall of Reach was awesome. I cannot wait to hear how people tell me that they have just completely fucked this up to. Um, Halo Season 2's trailer certainly makes it look epic, and it's teasing one of the most iconic events of the games, Fall of Reach. Adapting such a huge part of the Halo games is certainly a good way to get fan attention back on the series, but it means that Paramount Plus Halo series really has to get it right. Of course, it's too early to tell how Halo Season 2 will fare, but its trailer certainly brings epic sci-fi space adventures to the front. I'm done reading there. I, I could care less about this, but it matters to me because Halo's part of my childhood. Um... You know, I'm, I'm already thinking of Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power on Amazon. They shot the bet on that most expensive TV show in history. Can't even confirm whether we're getting a season two of that. Uh, not that I know anyone watching it. My father liked it, but I went ahead and made him watch the Hobbit series. Well, more like I made my wife watch the Hobbit series because we're going to watch. We watch the Hobbit. Now I'm going to make her watch Lord of the Rings because she never saw that. And my dad just happened to watch the Hobbit with us while we were in Virginia. And uh, he liked it because he was like, I'd rather get some Lord of the Rings than not. And I was like, I'd rather get no Lord of the Rings than this. And we agreed to disagree. But, uh, you know, The Witcher, look what they did with The Witcher. They couldn't even keep um, Henry Cavill. I'm just not, I'm not buying this. I'm not into this. What do you think? Let me know. Well, folks, that's all we got for this weekend review. Weekly wrap up, one or the other. You'll see you in the title. I'm Rems of W. Martinez. Go ahead and follow me on X at H-E-Y-R-E-M-S-O. I was about to say he, like, like I was enunciating it. I sound stupid, don't I? All right. Read comics. Change the world. Night America. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.